A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. What does baseball have to do with agriculture? I sat down with Vern Stenman, president of the Madison Mallards, as well as Todd Rupaper of Maple Leaf Landscaping, to find out what needs to be done as far as field and turf management to get the ball rolling as they are just about ready to kick off the Mallards 2021 season. Well, you know, the big thing is recovering from a kind of a crazy year last year. We, we ended up uh, having the Mallard season canceled because of uh, local public health restrictions. And uh, we turned the ballpark into a drive-in movie theater, of all things, and allowed up to 100 cars per night to park uh, in the outfield on the grass, which turns out not to be the best thing uh, for the health of your uh, baseball field grass. Um, and so in partnership with Maple Leaf, we've been working pretty diligently to kind of restore that grass in the outfield from rolling it to resodding portions of it, coring and overseeding, you know, some chemical applications that Todd can probably talk a little bit about and kind of closely monitoring that to bring, to bring it back to where it was. Um, so that's kind of the first step. And most of that works in motion and coming together pretty nicely right now. The next step is going to be focusing on our infield um, and cleaning some of that up and uh, working on the edges, working on the infield mix um, and cleaning up home plate, a few things like that to make sure that we're you know safe and ready to go for baseball here on, on May 31st. Sure. So you talk about all this work that's got to get done to prepare the field and prepare everything. Talk a little bit, you mentioned before about your workforce and you actually end up getting a lot of ag people in your workforce. Whenever we can, you know, uh, over the years we've ha- we've hired a handful of people that have grown up on farms. Um, and uh, one of my favorite is Liz Kern, her family farm out in Beaver Dam was a great training ground, strangely for baseball. You know, she was a high school softball player and uh, she came to us to work here in our ticket office, but quickly we found out that she knew how to fix a tractor and she knew how to take care of the grass on the field and she knew a lot of the things about the work ethic that you need to be successful um, with a baseball team here in the summer so we're big on on versatility um, and people that can do a lot of different things and I think that you know growing up on a farm certainly teaches you that kind of thing. We talked a little bit about before the advantages of having a completely grass field over having turf from a playability standpoint what's better about having a grass field than maybe having turf? Well, you know, the, the grass is going to be a lot better for the for the joints of the players. Um, and it's kind of more of a, you know, if you're a purist for baseball, you want to see it played on a grass field. And uh, turf is way easier to take care of. Artificial turf is much easier to take care of. You know, you're not really doing much with it at all. It stays dry. The drainage systems are, are great. Um and uh, but it's not as uh, comfortable for the players to play on. Uh, you, you know, you'll hear reports about joint concerns and and things like that. Um, and so it's it's a little bit. It's hard to say what what the best surface is. I think that I'll always kind of lean towards a real grass surface. But there is a, a lot more work that comes along with it. What are some things that you have to do, Todd, in order to keep the grass looking good, make sure you know everything is the way it should be and safe for the players? And and you know how does it what happens when it comes to weed control or fertilizing any of that kind of thing well we are um first off trying to keep it mowed down to a playable height um according to what like the the manager would like 
um, we try to bring it down. So we mow three times a week, and it, it, it's uh, dependent on the irrigation that the mallards are con in control of, making sure it's getting enough water. We fertilize once a month um, with, a, with basically the minimum of a 50% slow-release fertilizer. Uh, we also have iron in it to improve the green color. In the spring here, we aerate, double-pass aerate. We overseed uh, to introduce, keep introducing new varieties of the grass seeds, uh, grass seed coming in. And then we also roll it. We're actually going to be rolling it next week before the first game. So it's all good, uh, uh, nice and flat and really playable. But then we keep going through the year mowing it and, and we monitor it. I'm here at least once or twice a week checking, walking around, making sure that, that there's no diseases or anything starting up. Um, anything with weed control, we try to keep it at a minimal. I'm doing just spot treating of the weeds. We don't do blanket apps on the whole field just because we don't think it needs it. There's not that many weeds out there that have but when one pops, we'll come out and spray it right away. So we get control of that so it keeps looking at the grass keeps filling in. On a day like today, that's raining. Obviously, you don't want the whole field to be soaking wet. But at times when it gets dry, you might need to continue to water the grass. What kind of things do you do on either end of the spectrum? Well, I mean, there's drain tiles throughout the field that aid in the drainage. It's just, it's just that you got to watch it and play it by ear. So there's some low spots out there um, that do get tend to get wet so we got to monitor that and watch that so we're not getting too much water on it but i mean if it gets you know typical regular lawn you want about an inch a week but with something like this if you're getting up to two inches a week of water on it you're, you're good and, and try to water on days that you're not going to have a game you know just so at game days it's nice and dry and and all that so so what are some things that people might not know uh, you know from the outside some extra things that compared to maybe their lawn at home has to be done on a baseball field instead well the big thing is is the mowing three times a week you want to you want to because the way it's watered and fertilized so the grass is going to grow extra you know a lot better but you want to keep it down to a playable level which is usually right around two in, inch and a half to two inches um, so you have to mow it that often to keep it so the grass is trained you don't want to cut off too much of the blade at a time because if you do that then it's going to show a brown color and, and all that so to try to keep the color the same doing that and adding in you know other things like sometimes we'll put in an organic application of fertilizer which adds more of the micronutrients and, and more bio material to it um, which helps helps in a lot of the root development the big thing is root development and controlling the compaction so the roots can go i remember Probably about five years ago, I did a soil sample here, and the root system was probably two to three inches down into the ground, which really isn't that great. So now it's probably down to five or six, the grass is, is that. So that's why with water, you water once, you know, let it soak in so the roots have to go after it. But yeah, that, I mean, stuff like that, little things like that that is done. Adding like a, um, if it's an important game or an important week coming up, you know, put down a application of iron, which will help really green it up. and and that stuff so sure. just little things like that little, little little tricks of the trade that you can do to try to do that you, you know it's too expensive or whatever for a homeowner to do all the time but i'm sure a lot of homeowners would love to be mowed three times a week you know and keep it look the same but it's that's not feasible for them where we it has to be done here for playability so after not having a season last year i'm sure you guys are really excited to get back to it this year what things i guess are you most excited about looking forward to this year well you know just yesterday uh dane county uh public health announced that uh, we can return to 100 percent capacity um so after june 2nd our, our first home game is on june 4th um we'll be 
at or close to 100% capacity, uh, which is a really exciting moment for us. And I think that more than anything, we're excited to see the community come back together. I think that we're going to be maybe the first place in, in Dane County where there's going to be a big gathering of people uh, in our community. And, and that's really what the Mallards have been about for 20 years is bringing people together and in fun ways. And, and as of you know today, the uh, health department saying that we can do that safely here. And that's a, a really exciting time for us. Vern Stenman, president of the Madison Mallards, and Todd Rupiper of Maple Leaf Landscaping, sharing with us how agriculture plays a vital role in preparing and maintaining the field for a successful baseball season. The field maintenance team is very busy right now and gearing up for the Mallards' home opener on Monday, May 31st. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.